We're here to go over UFC Vegas 85. Roman Delice is taking on Nasruddin Imovov. Um, but real quick, I want to go over the uh, re- the betting results for uh, the fights last weekend. Uh, UFC Vegas 84 um, was a very good night. I uh, had a one-unit play on, uh, plus money play on uh, Bruno Ferreira. And uh, that one hit. Had a play on uh, Basarat. That one hit. That was a one-unit play. I did have a three-fight parlay that was a small half-unit play uh, that Tom Nolan uh, destroyed, but um, right after that, I went and made another parlay to make up for it, which was uh, Ankalaya of Acosta and Silva, and it was a minus two eleven. It was a one unit play, covered my loss on there, and uh, what else? Oh yeah, and I had uh, I doubled up on my on my two most confident fi- picks on the card, uh, two fight parlay Ferreira Ankalaya. Um, it cashed for seventeen hundred and twenty dollars and seventy cents. So, and then I had another, uh, parlay here that hit and I actually, I actually cashed this one out early. I was so far up that I was like, man, screw it. I'll just cash it out after the, uh, after the, uh, Batista fight. So, um, I could have left it in. I would have been, would have cashed for a little bit more money, but I was already up. I was like, screw it. I'll take what I can get. Uh, so I cashed out a, I guess it was technically a five fight parlay, um, for $523 and 54 cents. Um, and I cashed it out one fight early since uh, Norma Dumont didn't didn't uh, didn't compete. But yeah, man. So coming off a coming off a good week, man. Made made a good bit of money. Um, did have a did have some people reach out to me, man, and and thank me, you know, because they made some money too. And it's always good to hear that, man. There there are times where I think about like just why why do I even do this? Because I'm not making any money from doing the YouTube videos. I I, I do well enough betting on fights that you know I really. Uh, it's kind of just a big hassle to do these videos, man, but I'm hoping one day it'll turn into something that's worth it. And I always enjoy helping people out and, and I like to see people win money as well. So it's always nice to hear that, man. And I, I know my, my channel's not the best. It doesn't have all the, uh, you know, the cool bells and whistles and stuff like that. You know, you never really get to see me. I just kind of do my thing and, and break the fights down and get out of here. And I don't know, man, but, uh, it's nice to hear from people. You know, I had a lot of people, uh, a lot of Drigus Duplessis supporters hopping on my last video. They were all mad at me for not going with Drigus or whatever, which I respect Duplessis, man. Uh, he's a good fighter and everything. Uh, we'll see what happens, man. So, I mean, everybody's opinion is valid, so anything can happen. Um, but, yeah, man, so please like and subscribe, guys. Really helped me out a lot. I'll be sure to get the timestamps on this as soon as possible. I know you guys have been getting on to me about that because I forget to do it. Um what I do if you're new to the channel is I go through and give out all my picks for each of the fights. And at the end of the video, I give out my bets for the card. Um, if you're not interested in watching my videos, you just want to see my picks and my bets and my parlays, you can go to my social medias. High kick underscore fight picks is Instagram and TikTok, And then there's a Facebook group, high kick fight picks on Facebook, easy to find. Um, and also this show is available on um, uh, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, all your major streaming platforms, Rumble. All that stuff, man. So, uh, I believe that's all that mess, man. So, let's get into this card. First up, we got Thimba Garimbo taking on Pete Rodriguez. 
And uh, Thimba is 33 years old, 6'1", with a 77-inch reach. He's 11-4 and four and 1-1 one and one in the UFC. Um, I looked around, man. I couldn't find the odds for this fight yet. I know I'm doing this video pretty early. Um, I'm willing to bet that... Uh, I'm willing to bet that Grimbo's probably going to be a favorite. How big of a favorite, I don't know. Um, but Thimba is, you know, he's reasonably tall for the weight class. He's going to have a four-inch reach advantage in this fight. Um, he will have the wrestling and jiu-jitsu advantages in this fight for sure, and, and he will want to get the takedowns to win this fight because, you know, one thing that Pete does very well is he hits very hard. He knocks a lot of guys out. Uh, Thimba has one win by knockout, six wins by submission on his record. Um, he made his debut uh, against AJ Fletcher on short notice and he got taken down and submitted fairly, you know, easily, which is which is kind of weird because that's the way Thimba usually fights. You know, that's usually Thimba's game plan. That's usually what he does to people. So um, he does throw a nice high kick from Orthodox, um, nice single leg takedowns, body lock takedowns. He's pretty relentless with the takedowns, man. He 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 did get swept a few times by uh, Takashi Sato in that fight, but he quickly reversed the position and, and got back, got the back and, and, you know, got a dominant position. Um, it, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all he does, man, is clinch and shoot for takedowns, nice ground and pound. I mean, he has great sweeps from the bottom position. Um, haven't seen much of his striking in the USC against higher level competition yet. And uh, he's taken on Pete Rodriguez. He is 27 years old, 5'9", with a 73-inch reach. He is 5-1 and 1-1 and one and one in the UFC. And uh, all of Pete's wins have been by knockout. He hits very hard. Um, he has great boxing. Um, he went 7-2 and two as an amateur as well, so he has a little bit more experience than his record indicates. Um, all, all his wins as an amateur were by knockout as well, so, I mean, that's pretty impressive. Hasn't, hasn't fought the best of competition yet other than, uh, than Jack Della Maddalena, and, and that was kind of a quick loss for him. Uh, just jumped up way too far too fast. You know, it happens. Um, he came back after that and knocked out Mike Jackson, who had not won an MMA fight. Um, he hadn't won an MMA fight yet legitimately, you know, um, at that point because uh, Mike Jackson's only win up to that point was uh, a win he got because of a disqualification due to an eye poke, um, and he couldn't continue the fight. But, um, you know, Pete's, Pete's short and stocky for the weight class, so because of that, he he it's really hard to say, man— it's really hard to say how good his takedown defense is going to be. Um, he's definitely better on the feet and has the power advantage. Um, I bet he could probably make 155 in the future if he really wanted to. Uh, Garimbo made a lot of mistakes uh, in, in some of his fights, man. You know, seeing him get, you know, uh, get thrown over and, and sweep and stuff like that and wind up on bottom. But he usually, usually reverses the position. So, I mean, I guess I can't say too much about that. But um, he does usually get the takedowns eventually. Uh, but if Pete hits him, you know... He, he's probably done for. So I'm curious what the odds are going to look like on this one. Um, I think the smart pick would probably be Garimbo, um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't pay a high price for it at all. Um, Pete's probably going to be a dog, and I'm, I'm thinking I would rather just take the dog here to, to get the win, uh, take the value. And uh, Sorry, my microphone's acting up again. Boom, got it. Anyways, uh <laughs> I'm going to take Pete to get the win by knockout. Um, I'm just not confident enough in Garimbo uh, yet in the UFC to to really, you know, stick with him on that. So, um, but yeah, man. So next up, we got uh, Charles Johnson taking on Azat Maxim, and Charles Johnson is. He's 33 years old. He's 5'9 with a 70-inch reach. He is 13-6 and six and 2-4 and four in the UFC. Uh, he's a plus-152 underdog. And, you know, one thing about Charles is he's obviously, he's not afraid to fight anybody. I mean, he's had some tough fights. He got out-wrestled in his last two fights. 
Um, and the Estevam fight, you know, Estevam gassed out after two rounds, and, and Charles had a good third round, but he needed to finish. Uh, couldn't get it. You know, he, he's tall for the weight class, very tough. Um, has great hands, throws nice calf kicks, five wins by knockout, four wins by submission. Um, he's never been finished, throws great combinations, goes to the body a lot with his punches. Uh, he is very good at, at rolling with punches and has nice head movement. Um, doesn't shoot takedowns, really. He shows short 14% takedown accuracy and 63% takedown defense. Um, he lands 4.34 strikes per minute on average while absorbing 3.27. Uh, he stays very active, has a lot of fights for, for someone who hasn't been in the UFC very long. I think he's only been in the UFC for you know two years, probably. Um, he probably shouldn't have taken this fight. He's lost three in a row, and now he's fighting another undefeated killer from Kazakhstan. Uh, not much more I can say in his favor here. Maybe... Maybe he does have a chance on the feet. You know, it's not often we really get to see him actually work, you know, on the feet because <laughs> everybody's always trying to take him down. Uh, but Maxim has really good boxing, man. And and I, I'm thinking this fight's probably going to wind up playing out on the feet. And uh, Maxim is 29 years old, 5'7", with a 70-inch reach. He is 17-0 and and 1-0 in the UFC. He's a minus-177 favorite. And I'm very excited to see this guy in the UFC, man. He looked very impressive and actually hasn't fought that bad a competition before before the UFC, man. I was familiar with him over in, uh, in uh, I believe he fought over in Brave and uh, what was that other organization called? Some weird organization that he was fighting in. Either way, uh, um, but I was familiar with him before uh, before the UFC and... He's got five wins by knockout, six wins by submission. He's pretty tall and long for the weight class, even though Charles is taller than him this time out. Um, these guys do have the same reach. Uh, he's very powerful, fights off his jab very well. Uh, also has a heavy right hand. His submissions are on point. Um, he beat an undefeated guy, uh, undefeated guy before his last fight um, against Tyson Nam. Um, showed great takedowns uh, in wrestling in the, in the fight before Tyson Nam. Uh, heavy ground and pound. Uh, you know, he's shown it all, man. He's well-rounded. Uh, in the Tyson Nam fight, he played it safe and got the win. Not sure why he didn't try to use his wrestling in that fight. Uh, maybe nervous first fight in the UFC against a heavy hitter. You know, um, Azad is very technically sound, great head movement, good footwork, great counter striking. Uh, throws the lead leg to deliver a lot to set up his straight punches down the middle. Um, he stays really light on his toes, man. Uh, if you notice, watching him, Tyson Nam kind of knocked him off his feet a little bit because he's so light on his toes. I mean, he immediately popped back up, you know, um, but with the leg kicks, sometimes it would take his legs out from under him because he's so light on his toes. Um, hasn't had enough fights in the UFC to go over the numbers yet, but I'm thinking he's going to stay undefeated here. I'm going to take him to win by decision. Um, he's very good, and he's only going to get better, man. So Next up, we got Molly McCann taking on Deanna Belbita. And uh, Molly McCann is 33 years old, 5'4", with a 62-inch reach. She is 13-6 and 6-5 six and six and in the UFC, and she's a minus-240 favorite. And... Uh, She's got six wins by knockout, never won a fight by submission. Um, does hit very hard, you know, has nice elbows in the clinch. Uh, very short and stocky. A lot of people are, are on the McCain fucking train or whatever. Everybody likes her. She has a lot of fans. Um, I've never been one of those people myself personally. Uh, the game plan to beat her has been laid out, you know, plain as day. She's been submitted three times. Um, she was a big favorite in her last fight, and she went out there and got arm barred pretty quickly. Like I said, she would. Um, this is a winnable fight for her for sure, um, but but no way I'm paying that high of a price for her. Honestly, um, she may lose this fight. You know, if you look at her last three wins, Hannah Goldie went one and four in the UFC. Uh, Luana Carolina hasn't had the best run in the UFC either. Um, and and uh, was it Kim? 
think it was Kim. Yeah, Jin Young Kim. Um, she also didn't have a very good, you know, very good run in the UFC. She lost five in a row and is now, you know, cut from the UFC. So uh, these two did fight before, and and that was Belbita's debut in the UFC. She has made a lot of improvements since then. Uh, Molly won that fight by decision. Belbita had a great first round in that fight, aside from Molly, you know, taking her down at the end of the round. Um, I thought Belbita landed the better volume and won the round, you know, that way, but the judges didn't give it to her. Uh, she lost a point in the second round for grabbing the cage. You know, she's getting taken down a lot. Um, you know, uh, she has worked on that stuff a lot, so I'm not saying that her takedown defense is going to be much better, but it seems like it would be uh, this far into her career in the UFC. Uh, Molly was throwing everything into every shot in that fight, and she got the better of a, a debuting fighter who came from a kickboxing background. So, I mean, we, we've seen that Molly's takedown defense and her submission awareness and defense aren't the best. Um, we've kind of seen that with both these girls, actually. Um, so this fight comes down to how much Belbita has improved. Uh, Molly shows 43% takedown defense, 35% takedown accuracy, uh, lands on average 5.68 strikes per minute while absorbing 4.90. And she's taking on Diana Belbita. She is uh, 27 years old, 5'7", with a 68-inch reach. She is 15-8 and eight and 2-4 and four in the UFC, and she's a plus 205 underdog. Uh, six wins by knockout, four wins by submission. Um, she also has been submitted quite a bit in her career as well. Um, her wins in the UFC you know, haven't been against the best competition at all. Um, at least Molly has a win over um, she has a win over Ariana Lipsky on her record, so that's kind of impressive. Um, Belbita has a judo background and kickboxing background. Um, she has made a lot of improvements, in all honesty, since being in the UFC. Um, she has the cleaner, more technical striking out of these two, but Molly has the power advantage. Um, if I was forced to bet on this fight, man, I would say the value is on the underdog. Um, I'm staying away from this fight completely. Uh, for the sake of making a pick, I'll pick Molly to win, but the value is on Belbita, and uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Belbita pulled it off as an underdog either. So, um, the only reason that I'm really picking Molly is that they fought before and she was able to take Belbita down, you know, quite a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, not really a big Molly McCann, uh, fan. So <laughs> if Belbita has gone and worked on her takedowns and worked on her wrestling, uh, she could possibly, you know, flip the roles and, and, and take Molly down and, and keep her down, you know, the entire fight. So we'll just have to see what kind of improvements she's made, man. Next up, we got Marquel Medeiros taking on Landon Quinones. And uh, Marquel is 27 years old, 5'10", with a 69.5-inch reach. He is 8-1, and one, and this is going to be his UFC debut. Um, he's a minus-172 favorite, uh, and a prime example of why, you know, to be careful putting faith in these guys coming off the Contender, uh, off the contender Series happened uh, with Tom Nolan last week. Uh, came in as a huge favorite, went out and got put away very easily. Uh, Medeiros has six wins by knockout, never won or lost a fight by submission. Um, honestly, the only guy he fought with a good record was the guy he beat on the Contender Series. And and that guy, you know, watching that fight, that guy clearly had zero striking defense, you know, didn't move his head, couldn't get his head off the center line, just kind of was standing there getting punched in the face. Um, you know, so that he hasn't fought the best competition, but uh, he does have great striking. He pushes forward constantly, great calf kicks, really fast hands. Uh, likes to likes to feign up high and go low. Really good at setting guys up to land those big shots. And uh, his pace and pressure are some of his best weapons. But I got to say, watching the tape, some of the guys that he fought were just really terrible, man. And uh, I know they would probably beat me up. I haven't, you know, trained in in ten years or whatever or more. But uh, 
the, his fight before the Contender Series fight, he beat a guy who was 8-8, eight and eight, who crumpled after the first punch and just kept falling every time Markwell hit him. Um, in his fight with Michael Murphy, who was 8-5-1, Murphy was beating him up in the first round, walking him down, landing shots um, before Markwell took him down and, and laid on him the rest of the round and was able to get a decision kind of that way, holding him up against the cage and stuff. Um, I watched a few of his fights that went to decision. His cardio seemed to be you know up to par. Um, uh, this is going to be his toughest fight, no doubt. He did seem to be able to adapt and do what he has to do to win fights. You know, um, if it's not going his way on the feet, he was able to to clinch and get the takedowns or whatever. Um, but uh, being that we haven't seen him fight anybody really tough yet, it would be hard to to be super confident in picking him. And he's taking on Landon Quinones. He is 28 years old, 5'9", with a 70-inch reach. He is 7-2-1 and 0-1 and in the UFC, and he's a plus-146 underdog. Landon is a, Landon's a tough fighter, man. He's a lot tougher than people give him credit for. Um, I actually thought he was going to beat Nazareth Haparask. Um, I was wrong, but, but man, he did show how tough he was in, in that fight, and he really chewed up the legs of, of Nasrat. And uh, he took the took the fight against a guy way up in the rankings on short notice, man, and you know made a good account of himself. Um, has five wins by knockout, one win by submission. Um, he's really good at stepping in at an angle and, and landing the outside hooks. Um, I can tell you that he he definitely he definitely has power in his hands. I don't know if he's got the power advantage in this fight, but it, it could be pretty close. Most of his wins have been by knockout. Um, all but one have been by finish. Um, when he gets guys up against the cage, he throws good long combinations. He doesn't rush anything. Uh, sometimes he just spends the first round just seeing what his opponents are going to throw. Uh, these guys have the same reach pretty much. Landon has only a half-inch reach advantage, so not much there. Um, but I think I think Quinones has the option to use his wrestling. He does have good, good double legs and trips. Uh, this is a fight where he's actually got an opponent that's a little bit more on his level this time. He's not fighting so far up in the rankings, um, you know, as far as experience goes. Uh, Quinones has fought the tougher competition out of these two for sure. Um, he fights well, uh, mostly from Southpaw. Um, I can see those leg kicks coming into play in this fight as well, man. Like he was, you know, landing on, uh, Nazarat. Uh, being that I see this as a close fight, um, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll take the shot on the underdog. I'll take it to win by decision. Um, I'll take the value on this fight. I won't get heavily invested. I'll put it in some, you know, some small parlays that I don't have much money on, but, um, yeah, you just never know what you're going to get with the guys coming straight off the contender series like that. So you got to be wary. Next up, we got Blake Builder taking on Ji Young uh, Lee. Sorry, um, Blake Builder is 33 years old. He's five eight with a 68 and a half inch reach. He is eight one and one and one and one in the UFC, and he's a plus 105 underdog. So, uh, this guy had a pretty successful career, went 7-0 as an amateur as well. Um, I don't think anybody expected him to lose to Kyle Nelson last time out. Um, he's never been finished, one win by knockout, four win by submission. Uh, he's a BJJ black belt. Um, he was a champion in, uh, in Golden Gloves boxing. Uh, fights pretty safe, moves side to side and counters, uh, has good takedowns. He does, he does need to throw more volume on the feet. Uh, not the heaviest hitter, that's how Nelson was able to get ahead, land in the bigger shots. Um, he seems strong in the clinch, but what bugs me about him is that he doesn't seem to be going out there trying to get a finish. He seems content to to sit back and try and win decisions. Um, he's pretty fast with his hands, uses decent head movement, uh, does seem to slow down you know, late in the fights, um, has yet to be taken down in the UFC, lands and absorbs about the same at uh, 4.96 and 4.54 strikes per minute, um, shows 50% striking accuracy, 
And yeah, the numbers are kind of bland, you know, aside from the takedown defense. But yeah, I don't think he's really fought anybody yet that that's had really that good of wrestling yet either. So uh, we've really yet to see it actually tested, you know. So, uh, but uh, he's taking on uh, Ji Young Lee. He is 28 years old, five ten with a 73 inch reach. He is 10 and one and one and zero in the UFC. He's a minus 125 favorite, and uh, he's going to have a four and a half inch reach advantage in this fight. Um, he's a pretty big featherweight. Uh, there's a really high percentage on Tapology who are going with Lee here, and I find that interesting because he's coming off a split decision win. It's not like he, it's not like he knocked out his last opponent or anything. Um, he fights very aggressively. Um, you know, pushes forward constantly. Four wins by knockout, three wins by submission. Um, he has had quite quite a few quick finishes in his career, but but has gone the distance a few times. Um, he will have the speed advantage and power advantage on the feet here for sure. Um, he appears to be well rounded. Spent most of his last fight defending takedowns. Um, which is what Builder will probably want to do to win this fight. Um, and he could possibly, man. We just don't know. Um, it's hard to say based on, you know, uh, Lee's last fight, you know, how uh, how good, you know, his takedown defense is going to be, you know, with another guy, you know, coming out of the UFC. Because technically the guy that Lee beat in his last fight never really made it to the UFC, even though he keeps getting shots on, you know, road to UFC and stuff. But, um he won't want on he won't want to stay on the feet with Lee after watching the tape. I think Builder might have success early shooting for takedowns, but I think he's going to tire himself out, and I think you know Lee's going to win by knockout in round three or 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 win the last two rounds and win a decision. But uh, I don't know the price isn't bad on him. I just don't feel super confident enough to actually put like a big play on this or anything. Uh, Builder may come out and get the win. You know, you never know, but uh, I'll go with Lee. Next up, we got Viviani Arruyo taking on Natalia Silva. Now, Arruyo is 37 years old, 5'4", with a 68-inch reach. She is 12-5 and 6-4 and and in the UFC, and she's a plus 215 underdog. Uh, three wins by knockout, four wins by submission. Uh, she's going to have a three-inch reach advantage. Um, her best win was her fight with Jennifer Maya. Uh, not a lot of really impressive wins other than that. Uh, but she has only lost to, you know, really tough, tough girls, uh, the toughest women in the division. Uh, she just seemed to be the bigger, stronger fighter in her last fight against Maya. Um, you know, has good jujitsu, but but has struggled in the past with grappling, like the Rebus fight. Amanda Rebus was able to get her down. Um, her best bet would probably be to try and get the takedowns in this fight. Uh, she may have the power advantage with the hands, you know, but uh, most of Silva's knockouts have been with her kicks, really. You know, her kicks leading up to punches or whatever. Um, so, yeah, she might have the power. Rio might have the power with the hands. Silva's going to be beating her up with the kicks from the outside. Um, she may be the bigger, stronger girl, girl here as well, uh, bigger, stronger girl here as well. Uh, that's an advantage if she can use it. Um, if she can't, if she, if she can't get, she can't get caught letting Silva, you know, lead the dance like most people do. You know, Silva will dance around and pick away at her opponents for three rounds, you know, no problem. Uh, barely ever get hit. Uh, she just, she just can't get, you know, caught watching Silva, you know, and, and letting Silva just do her thing. She's going to have to find a way to interrupt that. So. Uh, she she shows forty six percent takedown accuracy, seventy eight percent takedown defense. Uh, lands four point thirty four strikes per minute on average while absorbing five point nineteen. So, not not really good there on the numbers. Um, averages one point eighty three takedowns per fifteen minutes. Uh, doesn't shoot as often as she should most of the time. I think, um, in my opinion, and she's taking on Natalia Silva. She is twenty seven years old, five four with a sixty five inch reach. She is sixteen five and one and four zero in the UFC, and she's a minus two forty favorite. And uh, 
So I absolutely, absolutely love everything about the way this woman fights. Um, she has it all. She's a good looking woman, amazing skills. Uh, she's on a 10 fight win streak. She did have a rough start to her, you know, her MMA career early on, but she's really made the adjustments and taken a lot of tough fights earlier on in her career, man, that kind of prepared her for this. And, um, you know, she beat Jasmine Jazdavicius in her debut. Um, her most impressive win was over uh, uh, Andrea Lee last time out. And I would say, man, yeah, I would say that's probably her most impressive victory. Uh, five wins by knockout, seven wins by submission. Uh, she is very well-rounded, great takedown defense, dangerous on the dangerous on the feet with a wide variety of strikes, good Muay Thai mixed with Taekwondo kicks. Uh, throws lots of volume, great calf kicks and side kicks. Um, her left high kick is really fast. Uh, throws good spin kicks. Uh, she's going to have a major speed advantage in this fight. Um, you know, really nice combinations, really nice footwork. I, I can't say enough good things about her. And uh, we're going to see just, you know, how she's going to do against a little bit bit, a little bit tougher competition now. Uh, uses feints to uh, set up her strikes really well. Really nice front kicks because of that Taekwondo background. Um, great at moving in and out of the pocket. Great at managing distance. Um, her kicks are her best weapons, man. She hurts all of her opponents with her kicks, pretty much. And she's the more technical, skilled striker out of these two. Uh, she busted Lee up in the first round. You know, she doesn't get tired. Um, she may be the champion soon, man. And and she shows 33% takedown accuracy. Doesn't really shoot very much. Uh, 93% takedown defense. Uh, lands 5.20 strikes per minute on average while absorbing 2.23. Um, 66% striking defense, which is really good. It's a really good number. Um, I got Silva to win this fight. Um, I think I'm going to take her to win by knockout and uh, in the second round, I think she's going to land one of those kicks, uh, maybe a front kick to the face, drop a Rio, um, something to that extent. And so, and hopefully you can jump on that line before it gets too out of hand. Cause it's, she's already like a minus two forty. So I don't, uh, but next up we got Thomas Peterson taking on Jamal Pogues and, uh, Peterson is 28 years old. He's 6'1 with a 74-inch reach. He is 8-1, and one, and this is going to be his UFC debut, and he's a minus 200 favorite. Um, eight wins by knockout, one win by submission. Uh, coming off a submission win on the Contender Series, and, you know, that fight to me was a complete mismatch. Um, he was fighting a guy that needs to lose a lot of weight and fight in a lower weight class. Um, I don't know if anybody agrees with me, but uh, he was just ragdolling that guy around. The guy was, you know, one of the smaller heavyweights. Even though, he, even though he had the weight, he was like, you know, very short in stature, and uh, it was just kind of got thrown around very easily by Peterson, man. And um, his one loss was a knockout loss to Waldo Cortez Acosta. Uh, most of his wins are first round finishes. Uh, the one time he went to a third round, he got knocked out by Acosta. And um, yeah, Acosta is the only person. Um, Peterson has fought with, you know, that was good competition. Um, he has great wrestling, especially when he's the way bigger guy. I, I could definitely see him getting very tired if he can't get the takedowns. Uh, and one thing, you know, the people may not realize if, if you go back and watch enough of the tape, you'll see that Pogues actually has decent wrestling as well. Um, and this could definitely be a Tom Nolan situation as well, man. Peterson won't be the bigger guy here. Um, it's hard to say if he really is that good based on, you know, who he's fought all, is all I'm saying, man. If you go back and really look into it, um, and uh, Jamal Pogues is 28 years old. He is 6'3 with a 77-inch reach. He is 10-4 and 1-1 and one and one in the UFC. And he is a plus-175 underdog. And, uh, yeah, Pogues, man, he's going to have a 3-inch reach advantage. Four wins by knockout, one win by submission. Um, 
You know, Pogues has fought in kind of a similar fashion in the past, man. He won his first fight in the Contender Series by using his wrestling. Um, he has good basics with his boxing. Um, if Peterson can't get him down, Pogues can win this fight, for sure. I mean, Pogues uses his jab very well, fast hands for a big guy. Um, might actually have the better striking out of these two, but you know, because his of his fights on the uh, Contender Series, it says that uh, Pogues averages three takedowns per 15 minutes, so that's how much he was using his wrestling before, you know, the UFC. Um, and, you know, 67% takedown defense. This will be Peterson's toughest fight. Uh, Pogues has fought the way tougher competition. There are a lot of things, man, that point towards Pogues here. Um, I think the price is too high on Peterson, and I think it's only going to get higher. Um, I know Pogues isn't the best. I know people, you know, have, don't think he's that all that great or whatever, but um, if Peterson beats Pogues, I'll jump on the train with everybody else and, and, and I'm not going to be betting on this fight, but uh, I'll take Pogues to win by decision. Uh, just because of the level of competition Peterson has faced, you know, we haven't really seen him fight anybody tough yet. So, um, yeah, I'll take I'll take Pogues, man. Not going to bet on this fight probably, though. Next up, we got Randy Brown taking on Muslim Salikov. And this is a fight that's been rebooked. It's supposed to happen a few weeks ago. So I already went over it once, so just forgive me for... If I'm repeating myself word for word or whatever, that's the same info. <laughs> so, uh, Randy Brown is 33 years old. He's 6'3 with a 78 inch reach. He is 17 and 5 and 11 and 5 in the UFC. He's a minus 195 favorite. Yeah, Randy's very tall and long for the weight class. Six wins by knockout, five wins by submission. He's going to have an eight inch reach advantage in this fight. Uh, very good at fighting long and using uses good teep kicks to help keep guys at bay. Uh, keep guys at range. Um, but, you know, honestly, he doesn't look, he didn't look like the big favorite that he was in his last fight. Um, he had a good first round, but kind of just, kind of just did enough to win that fight. You know, he was eating a lot of leg kicks from Terman and, and, you know, Terman had, has had trouble, you know, struggling to find success in the UFC, you know, so I was surprised that Randy Brown wasn't able to go out there and get a finish, you know. Um, I expected Brown to win that fight pretty easily and he kind of struggled. Um, He's pretty well rounded. He's he's hard to take down, but we saw how easily you know Jack Della Maddalena finished him. Um, he's taking on another high level striker here. So even though I think Brown should win this fight, there's a part of me that thinks Muslim is going to knock him out. <laughs> but uh, you know Randy is good at rolling with punches. He has nice head movement. Uh, uses his jab very well. Uh, puts out good volume, good straight punches. Seventy four percent takedown defense, thirty nine percent takedown accuracy, forty eight percent striking accuracy. Um, if he gets out of the first round, he'll most likely get a decision win here, I think, or maybe possibly a late finish since, you know, Salikov tends to get tired, but, uh, and to kind of just skipped over and gave my pick there. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Muslim Salikov is 39 years old, 5'11 with a 70 inch reach. He is 19 and four and six and three in the UFC. He's a plus 160 underdog and, uh, he's got 12 wins by knockout, three wins by submission. Uh, coming off a loss where he got out cardioed by uh, Nicholas Dalby, which has happened to a lot of people lately. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously Dalby's pretty good at what he does. Um, he competed in Wushu Sanda and had almost 200 fights in that. Uh, went He went 185 and 13. Um, he won a lot of titles, you know, in, in Wushu Sanda. And uh, he's very powerful, and he may actually be the more accomplished striker in this matchup. Um, I'm sure he has the power advantage, at least early in this fight. Uh, both these guys have looked tired in the third round before. Um, you know, Muslim th throws a lot of nice, you know, spinning attacks and stuff like that. He really likes to throw those when the guys are on the fence. Um, there's a part of me that really wants to pick Muslim here. B Brown should win this. He's younger and all that. But uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Brown, man. I'll take the win by decision. Um, not super confident for some reason, but uh, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to take Brown. Next up, we got Gilbert Urbina taking on Charles Ratchick. Urbina is 27 years old. He's 6'3 with a 75-inch reach. He is 7-2 and two and 1-1 one and one in the UFC. He's a minus 164 favorite. And uh, he's coming off a pretty impressive win as an underdog. Um, I believe I had money on him in that fight um, over uh, Orion Koski, or however you say that guy's name, Kosi. Um, uh, Urbina's got two wins by knockout, two wins by submission. Um, his losses have been to tough guys, Sean Brady, Brian Battle. Um, tough fights for a guy, you know, that early in his career, man. He's still young in his career. Uh, the Ultimate Fighter show was at middleweight. He's back down to uh, welterweight now, back down at 170. Um, and he's a really big welterweight, man. Very tall and long. He's going to have a three-inch reach advantage. Uh, you can really tell he's made a lot of improvements, man. And uh, great cardio. That's going to be a big advantage for him in this fight, um, as well as a big speed advantage. Uh, great knees in the clinch. Nice front kicks. Um, he even took down the wrestler last time out, man. He took Kossi down, and and uh, he dominated him everywhere, man. Great ground and pound. Um, you know, he mounted him at will pretty effortlessly. Um, I think he has a, a lot of advantages in this fight, man, and, and a lot of places, man. He throws superior volume at uh, 6.33 strikes per minute while absorbing 4.09, uh, 61% striking accuracy. And uh, he's taking on Charles Ratchick. He is 33 years old. 5'9 with a 72 inch reach. He is 8 and 3 and 1 and 0 in the UFC, and he's a plus 144 underdog. And yeah, he kind of he kind of struggled to get a win over Blood Diamond, who you know is a kickboxer, um, but isn't a complete MMA fighter quite yet. There's a lot of things that he hasn't you know completely rounded out his game with yet. Um, and if he couldn't finish a guy with a three and two record, it's not really a good look. You know, he he gassed out badly in that fight as a big favorite. Uh, three wins by knockout, two wins by submission. He's a big, strong guy. Um, I could see him doing the same thing in this fight, just kind of holding on, looking for takedowns. Um, Urbina has better striking, but uh, if he couldn't get, if Ratchet couldn't get Blood Diamond down, he's not going to be able to get Urbina down, in my opinion. Um, I think Urbina is better pretty much everywhere, man. And I'm going to take him to win by third round knockout. Uh, just keeping it short on this one, man. I really like Urbina to win this fight. Next up, we got, uh, man, I struggle with this guy's name. I'm just going to say his last name, Kurziev. <laughs> Kizriev? Kizriev. And he's taking on Mahmoud Muradov. And uh, Kizriev is 33 years old, 5'9", uh, with a 74-inch reach. He is 14-0 and and 1-0 in the UFC. He's a minus 154 favorite. And uh, he's got five wins by knockout, four wins by submission. And, uh, you know, this guy's pretty much the real deal, man. Great wrestling, uh, you know, the Sambo background, like everybody from Russia, dangerous submissions. Um, he was supposed to debut in 2021, but he kept having, you know, opponents drop out. He had, a, you know, four opponents drop out, to be exact. Uh, once again, he's he's been out a long time. He hasn't fought since uh, March of uh, 2022. Uh, coming up on two years, man. He, he did have a fight scheduled against Jacob Malkoon, and that fight fell out. Uh, not sure what all that's about, but... He is short for the weight class. Um, I think he would be better suited for welterweight, but he is undefeated, so you can't really say too much about it. Uh, great takedowns all around, doubles, singles, body locks, trip takedowns. Uh, very good at wrapping up the legs from top position. And uh, you know, his key to winning this fight is his wrestling, man. You know, that's how that's how Murdov has been beaten in the past. You know, by guys that by guys that may not have quite as good of wrestling as as uh, Kizriev. So 
he has de- decent striking as well enough to enough to you know keep it a uh, to keep himself relevant you know in a fight till he can get the wrestling going. Uh, he pushes a really tough pace, nonstop pressure, great submission defense. You know he ragdolls way bigger guys pretty easily. Uh, so a lot of impressive stuff, man. And he's taken on Mahmoud Muradov. He is thirty three years old, six uh, two with a seventy five and a half inch reach. He is twenty six and eight and four and two in the UFC, and he's a plus one thirty four underdog. And uh, he's a great kickboxer, man. Very powerful striker. Uh, came to the UFC and got a couple of knockouts over guys that that aren't in the UFC anymore. But you know, no doubt he has the striking advantage in this fight. But you know, if Gerald Mearshart could take down uh, Muradov, I definitely think Kurziev can. Um, and he he has you know he does have a puncher's chance, man. If he can keep it on the feet against Kurziev, but I I think I kind of think I thought this guy was a lot better than he turned out to be because of those you know few big knockouts when he first came into the UFC and. I was kind of a little disappointed that, you know, he couldn't put away, you know, Barbarina in his last fight. Um, I just figured he would get a pretty quick knockout there. I mean, he did drop Barbarina a few times, but uh, he shows 67% takedown accuracy, 78% takedown defense, uh, lands 4.21 strikes per minute while absorbing 2.56, uh, shows 61% striking defense. It's a pretty good number. Um, I'm going to be taking Kersiev to win this fight by submission. We're naked choke uh, round two. Next up, we got uh, Julija. I don't know if that's supposed to be Julia or Julija. Storlyanenko uh, taking on Luana Carolina. And Storlyanenko is 30, uh, 30 years old, 5'7", with a 69-inch reach. She is 11, 7, and 1, and 2, and 5 in the UFC, and she's a minus-120 favorite. Uh, 10 wins by submission on her record, no wins by knockout. Um, she's only won one fight by decision, so she's a finisher. You know, um, She's coming off a big upset victory over Molly McCann. A uh, very talented world-class grappler, man. Uh, she will have that advantage in this fight. Um, she is two and five in the UFC, but she's been fighting, you know, really tough chicks up as high as 145 pounds. I think she fought Chelsea Chandler at 145. Uh, now she's down at 125, and she's looked a little bit better in her, you know, looked great against McCann anyway. Um, you know, this is a striker versus grappler matchup. Um, not much more to say, you know, as far as for Story and Anko on here. It's a pretty simple story. I mean, you know, I mean, she's. She's a great grappler. She's going to be looking for the takedowns, looking for the submission, mainly the armbar. Uh, got a lot of wins by armbar. She's taking on Luana Carolina. She is 30 years old, 5'6", uh, with a 69-inch reach. She is 9-4 and 4-3 four and four and in the UFC, and she's a plus-100 underdog. Uh, two wins by knockout, one win by submission. Uh, she somehow has a win over Lupita Godinez on her record, so obviously she's not all that bad. Uh, she did just beat a 6-0 fighter who was trying to take her down as well. Uh, more of a kickboxing background, though, her last opponent. Um, she's the better striker. She has an awkward style. This is a fight that could probably go either way based on what I've seen. Um, you know, if Storlinenko can't get it to the ground, she's screwed. Uh, the prices are very close. Um, probably the smarter pick is the plus money if you're betting on this fight. Um, you know, it's either Storlinenko by de- by submission or uh, Carolina by decision. Um I mean, I'm not going to bet on this fight, man. I, I guess I'll go with Storlinenko by sub, but uh, wouldn't be surprised if you know Carolina came out with the win either. I, I would think that's the the smart way to go if you're betting, you know, um, uh, is to take the plus money. But uh, I'll pick Storlinenko to win by sub. As far as picks go, next up we got the co-main event: uh, Renato Mukano taking on Drew Dober. And uh, Makano is 34 years old, 
He is 5'11 with a 72 inch reach. He is 17, 5 and 1, and 9 and 5 in the UFC. And he's a minus 136 favorite. And, uh, you know, Makano has fought, you know, tough Muay guys like uh, Muay Thai guys like Dover before. Uh, Brad Riddell, he submitted him. The other was uh, Rafael Faziv, and, and Faziv knocked out Moicano. Um, I think most people want Dover to win this fight. I mean, I know I do. I'm a big fan of his. Moicano um, is a great grappler, great jiu-jitsu, 10 wins by submission. Uh, he's never won a fight by knockout, man. Uh, he has been knocked out three times. Uh, he's going to have a two-inch reach advantage. Um, obviously, his goal will be to take Dover down and get a submission, but if he can't get Dover down, you know, he could get knocked out. Uh, you know, it's just his striking has improved a lot, though. Great knees up the middle, uh, uses his jab very well. Um, he shows 74% takedown defense, 47% takedown accuracy. Um, lands 4.75 strikes per minute while absorbing 4. Uh, 4.07 and uh, averages 1.66 takedowns per 15 minutes. Um, he's the more well-rounded fighter out of these two. And his striking did look you know, pretty good against Brad Riddell. He was busting Brad Riddell up um, with nice straight shots. So He's taken on Drew Dover. He is 35 years old, 5'8", with a 70-inch reach. He is 27-12 and 13-8 and and in the UFC. And he's a plus-116 underdog. Uh, 11 wins by knockout, 9 wins by submission. Um, I think he only won one fight in the UFC by sub a really long time ago. Um, Drew is one of my favorite fighters. Um, excellent Muay Thai, big power in his hands. Um, he's fought, you know, fought some killers, man. He fought Makachev, you know, all that. And uh, Dober has great calf kicks. He pushes a good pace. Um, his striking defense could be better at times. He does get hit a lot. But, uh, you know, he's got that, that giant chin. And even though he might get rocked, he usually still survives and, and comes out and Gets the win unless he's fighting Matt Frivola. But uh, he's been training since he was 14 years old. Um, he was a two-time amateur Muay Thai world champion. Um, his takedown defense could be a lot better, but he scrambles up to his feet pretty easily. Um, you know, pretty quick, pretty quickly usually whenever he gets taken down. Uh, super tough, very respectful, doesn't do all the shit-talking stuff. Um, has a very nasty left hand to the body. Um, he's hurt a few guys with that. Um, he fought, you know, he beat Alves with that shot. Um I want Dober to win this fight, man, but but has his takedown defense improved enough to to keep it on the feet? Um, he shows 57% takedown defense. Um, I also had to sit down and look at these guys striking and see and see how that may work out, man. You know, Dober definitely has the power advantage. Uh, Dober was using his leg kicks again in his last fight. Um, Dober throws a lot more wider, bigger shots, whereas Moicano was landing nice straight shots down the middle, you know, on Brad Riddell. And uh, the power is the equalizer, though, so... I would think the smart place to put your money is on Moicano, guys. Um, he has the submission advantage, the jiu-jitsu, the takedowns. Um, I may flip-flop these guys, and I, I did make I did end up making one parlay that had Dover on it. Um, but I, I'm going to say the, the smart place to put your money is Moicano. Um, if Dover lands, he may get the knockout. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't like betting against people that I really like, which is Dover. So I'm going to make a parlay with him on it. But I think the smart place to go is, is Moicano. Next up, we got the main event. Roman Delice taking on Nasruddin Imavov. And uh, Delice is 35 years old. He's 6'2 with a 76-inch reach. He is 12-2 and 6-2 and and in the UFC. He's a minus 157 favorite. Oh, wait, that's wrong. Let me pull it up. I wrote down Nasruddin Imavov is the favorite. So let me check and make sure what... <laughs> Yeah, Roman Delice is a plus-137 underdog. I, I wrote that down wrong. Sorry about that. Um, 
I'm such a big fan of both these guys. You know, Roman has a legit, you know, world-class uh, grappling and, and stuff like that. I've been big knockout power. He's never been finished. Uh, seven wins by knockout, three wins by submission. He's going to have a one-inch reach advantage. Uh, the way he beat Jack Hermanson was something special. You know, the way he switched from the inverted triangle to the calf slicer and, the, and then put him away from, from back mount with punches was, was very crazy, man. Um, fights mostly southpaw, but does switch sometimes. Um, has really good sweeps from bottom. Uh, doesn't throw a ton of volume, but he, he does make them count. You know, when he lands, they're big shots. Um, his best bet would be to use his grappling in this fight. You know, he has the power advantage on the feet, but but Imovov is a sniper, man. So Roman should definitely go for the takedowns and try to get a submission. Uh, but he doesn't fight that way most of the time. He's usually pretty content to, to hang out on the feet and try to strike with people. Um, like with Vittori, you know. Um, Roman has never been five rounds in the past. You know, his cardio... His cardio has looked questionable at times in a few of his fights. Uh, he does seem to slow down a lot, you know, like the third round. Um, doesn't ever check leg kicks is one thing that really worries me about him. Uh, doesn't throw any leg kicks himself either. He should really add that to his game, man. He's he's very powerful, so if he was, you know, throwing leg kicks, he'd be chopping guys down. Um, he shows 50% takedown accuracy and 33% takedown defense, um, probably because no one tries to take him down. Uh, lands and absorbs about the same at 302 and, and 301 strikes per minute. Um, averages 1.72 takedowns per 15 minutes. Uh, 55% striking defense, 44% striking accuracy. And uh, he's taken on Nasruddin Imovov. He is 27 years old, uh, 6'3 with a 75-inch reach. He is 12-4 and 4-2 and 4-2 and 1-no contest in the UFC. And uh, minus 157 favorite. So this guy's a great striker, man. He's very good at using his height and his reach and moving in and out of the pocket. Great head movement and footwork. Uh, really good at staying just out of range and, and popping guys with those long shots. Um, he's coming off a no contest with Chris Curtis, but, uh, he was really, he was beating Chris Curtis up in that fight, uh, before the headbutt. Um, I really think that that Strickland loss for Nasruddin Imovov really opened his eyes and made him work on a lot of stuff. He was looking really sharp, uh, sharper than ever, you know, in, in his last fight, he would throws nice straight shots down the middle. Um, he's the more technical striker in this fight. He uses front kicks to the body to keep guys at range. Um, I think the five rounds will help Imovov more so than Delice. Um, I think he... I think he gassed against Sean Strickland in the five rounder, man. Plus that was like, I think that fight was like at 200 pounds or something or 195 or whatever. Had a lot of extra weight on him as well. Um, so I think he's going to know how to properly prepare for a five round fight this time around. Uh, one thing to consider is that this is at the apex, so he won't have as big of an octagon to move around in. Um, he doesn't get wild and, and take risks. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, he showed off his wrestling in his last fight against Curtis. He took the back and controlled him. Um, he shows 53% uh, takedown defense or 53%. I don't know what that was supposed to be. Shows 53%, uh, 53% striking accuracy. Sorry. And, uh, 59% striking defense, uh, 32% takedown accuracy and 73% takedown defense, um, averages one takedown per 15 minutes, lands 4.55 strikes per minute on average while absorbing 3.76. And I think most of those strikes absorbed are from the Sean Strickland fight. I think if that fight wouldn't have happened, that number would be way lower. Um, I'm taking Imovov to win this fight, man. I'm going to take him to win by decision. Um, I think he's going to shine in the later rounds um, if he doesn't get caught by Delite with a big shot. So uh, that's all my picks, guys. And uh, as far as my bets go... So yeah, these are my bets for... Um, for this card, man, I got to play on Kurzy if it's a one-unit play at minus 160. 
Um, I got a play on Urbina at minus 155. I caught him early. Um, it's a one-unit play. And then I've got a two-fight parlay, which is Silva and Imlov. And that's a plus 122. Um, and that's a quarter-unit parlay. Um, I also, man, I noticed that um, I didn't realize this until a second ago when I was doing this, that um, Maxim is not up on the betting lines yet on Bovada, which is where I made my parlays. So um, I would include him in anything, man. Uh, I think he's a pretty solid pick, and it's not a bad price for him. So um, if he was on Bovada, I would have included him. So um, don't think I skipped him for any reason. Um, as far as my parlays go, I've got a four-fight parlay, which... Like I said, I would add Maxim to this. To this, um, It's a plus 467 parlay. It's Imavov, Urbina, Kurziev, and Silva. And then um, and then to that, I added um, Lee and Quinones, and that's a plus 2,409 parlay. It's a six-fight parlay. And I don't ever put a ton of money on these guys. Um Got these out of order. Hold on. <laughs> so yeah, and then to that I added um I added Randy Brown and uh, Jamal Pogues. Uh that's a plus nine thousand one hundred and thirty seven parlay. And that's an eight fight parlay. And then to that I just added um to that I just added Moicano. And that makes it a plus 15,930 parlay. And then I made another parlay that was, uh, if I can find it, the one I made one with Dover that's just a little bit different. It's a seven fight parlay that's got Brown, Imavov, Urbina, Kurziev, Silva, Dober, and Quinones. And that's plus 4,019. I'll leave it up for a minute so you can check it out. Um, like I said, I would add Maxim to these, to these parlays if you get the chance. Um, I don't ever put a lot of money on my on parlays, guys. Y'all know me. I make most of my money off of two fight parlays and single bets. Um, but occasionally my my parlays will hit, and it's an extra. I don't ever put more than like fifty bucks on parlays. So, um, yeah, I, th- I might throw away a few hundred bucks, you know, on uh, <laughs> on parlays uh, some weekends. But as long as my big plays hit, I'm always good, man. And I appreciate all you guys. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for uh, caring what I have to say. And uh, please like and subscribe. And um, yeah, man, that's it. I'm out of here, man. Y'all have a good one.